Hello, and welcome to the KPMG podcast series for tax, legal, and mobility leaders. In today's episode, we're joined by David Linky, Global Head of Tax and Legal, KPMG International, to talk about the top of mind issues for CEOs in the current climate and the resulting implications for tax leaders. David, thanks for joining me on the phone today. Not a problem. David, the recently published KPMG 2020 CEO Outlook has offered unique perspectives from 315 CEOs to understand how thinking evolved as organisations felt the full impact of lockdowns. What for you are the key findings from the report? Yeah, I think I think it was an interesting report in the current environment because there was a real focus on talent, which is which is something I think that you would probably anticipate it went way up the rankings in the minds of the CEOs. And I think it's not just in a in a health sense in terms of the welfare of the people in our organizations, but I think it's also about how you source talent in this new environment. I think the other thing that that has really come to the fore in the CEO survey is the acceleration of the digital agenda and the digital transformation of these organisations. And I think what COVID has done, therefore, is accelerate that digital transformation. And I think the other thing is shifting risk agendas. I mean, I think, you know, matters such as supply chain resilience, um, this question as to whether just-in-time supply chain or whether your current business model is also up to scratch and, and resilient enough for the new environment is really some of the matters that have been clearly front of mind for the CEOs interviewed. David, we've seen some interesting tax-specific findings from this year's report as, as business leaders continue to face unprecedented times. And we'd like to discuss some overarching themes and get your insights on how tax leaders can plan for the ongoing shifts of the current environment. In this year's report, only 4% of CEOs list tax risk as the greatest threat to their organisation's growth over the next three years. This is a slight increase from the 2019 CEO outlook, where 0% of respondents believed tax risk was a threat. Does this surprise you? Well, not really, because I think it reflects, or it's linked to one of the other risks identified by CEOs, and that is territorialism. I think we're in a more difficult geopolitical environment there's a risk of territorialism and tax policy, in a sense, plays into that. If you think about um, you know, the digital services taxes and, and what the French government did earlier on this year in terms of announcing the potential imposition of a digital services tax and the US response, I mean, I think they are, they are matters which are front of mind to tax leaders and also leaders of organisations. I think the other thing is... Tax risk is going into an uncertain environment. We have significant stimulus measures around the globe. There's been increased borrowing by governments globally. And there's a discussion that's now emerging as to how um, those matters will be dealt with in the long term. You know, with interest rates and borrowing rates so low, there's no immediate impetus to repay that debt. But over time, tax policy will need to find a way to fund that stimulus spending. I think the other interesting thing on tax risk is about how you fuel a green recovery, especially in the EU. And so I think in a policy sense, if you're a leader of an organisation, there's a number of moving factors at the moment which make the tax environment more complex and more difficult to navigate. And I think that's probably part of the thinking as to why tax risk is increasing in terms of this year's survey. 
Thanks, David. As you've already outlined, talent risk has been named the most significant threat to businesses ahead of supply chain risk, the threat of a return to territorialism and environmental risk. What are your thoughts on this? What do you think are the implications of these kind of risks for tax leaders now and into the future? People um, are getting used to remote working. They're more flexible as to where they're located um, and therefore they have more options. There's a broader and more diverse workforce now available. If you think about that, what what that has meant is companies and organisations often came out with an immediate sort of HR policy of work from anywhere. And that gave, and there was concessions given by many authorities globally early on that that they will put aside the the matters related to tax presence and other tax complications that arise from people working from anywhere. And I think that environment is now changing. Those initial concessions that were granted has meant that, you know, where people do work from anywhere, if they're not, in a sense, located in the jurisdiction in which they have their employment contract, then that can give rise to matters such as tax presence and tax liabilities elsewhere and change even their own personal tax position. I think also, if you think about it from a tax leader perspective, the ESG agenda will be will be a key focus. As we seek talent to, to fit into our organisations, especially in you know, tax and regulatory functions. And then I think technology and digital capability is obviously the, the other key um, capability that will be sought after. I think the other interesting thing that is on the minds of CEOs is diversity and inclusion. And I think having our tax and regulatory leaders think about that as well in their own teams is, is really important going forward. David, 5% of CEOs say they don't release their tax information as part of their ESG approach. And this is a contrast from KPMG's Global Tax Department benchmarking study. Here, 58% of tax leaders report that they do not disclose their ESG approach. This is a big discrepancy between CEOs and tax leaders. What do you make of this divide? And what do you see as the future trends of disclosure, especially in light of the WEF International Business Council's paper with a proposed set of ESG metrics and reporting disclosures? There has historically been a disconnect between our tax leaders and the C-suite or the CEOs in terms of the reporting of these ESG metrics. And I think in part that's borne out by um, by the CEO survey and, and the difference between that survey and our, our own uh, tax leader benchmarking study. And I think that comes from historical views on what the regulators might do or, or privacy elements in a number of jurisdictions where the tax leaders tend to be closer to those matters than necessarily the C-suite or the CEOs. But I think I think what is happening now in terms of a direction of travel is that the ESG agenda at the CEO and C-suite level is demanding greater transparency and greater disclosures. And I think, therefore, the direction of travel of that is, is relatively clear. David, COVID-19 forced many organisations to experiment radically with how work is done. And as we know, for many organisations, virtual working kicked in literally overnight. How do you see tax leaders being able to continue to build on their current use of digital collaboration and communication tools as remote working continues to be the primary way of working in the new reality? This greater flexibility in the workforce, the greater flexibility in location of the workforce you know, even as we return to offices, this remote working will, you know, remain um, a significant element of what we're doing going forward. 
and so I think you know digital capability, te- technology, um, you know, understanding of the various tools will really be a key capability and skill set of our tax leaders going forward. And I think, on the whole, the you know the leaders I speak to enjoy that, are across that, want to understand new new avenues for communication and for working remotely. Even my you know in, in my own position. Over the last week, I've, we've been using some new applications and technologies to, you know, undertake workshops differently and, and engage um, people in, in strategy sessions. So I think there's a continual evolution of the tools that we can use, and I think we'll see long-term benefits for that. David, how do you think tax leaders can focus efforts and investment on the areas that are capable of generating the most long-term value, while avoiding those areas that might just prove to be a short-term reaction to the pandemic? I think data management and interrogation and the development of a common data model is really critical. It will ensure that people can have confidence in what's being reported. It will ensure that they can have confidence in what might be interrogated by the regulatory authorities. It will ensure that leaders can um, interrogate the data and the insights that come from from those sources and drive greater strategic decision making. And and I think that is a long term benefit where you invest in a single platform that derives that view. You know, it has the ability to ensure that you um, sort of ingest the data, you drive your data analytics, you have your dashboards to ensure that you have a single view of your compliance globally and also outstanding matters. And in that regard, that's why we've invested a significant amount of money in the launch of our new product, Digital Gateway. It really is, you know, a single a platform that's cloud-enabled based on Microsoft Azure that can really ensure that you have confidence sitting wherever you are and driving additional tax certainty in what's a pretty uncertain economic environment is something that we've spent a lot of time on in terms of solving that issue for our tax leaders. And David, following on from that, what does the tax leader of today look like to you? And how can tax leaders add the most value to their business in light of the changes in the current environment? I think one of the the key capabilities that our tax leaders need is stakeholder engagement because the pool of stakeholders that they need to influence has significantly widened. Historically, you know, they would have had to influence their team, but then the CFO into which they reported. And I think with the broader ESG agenda that, that corporates are now focused on, that stakeholder group is much broader. It includes the broader C-suite. It includes the board of audit and risk committees. It includes regulators. In a number of jurisdictions around the world, there is consistent communication now between the regulators and the board and ensuring that um, the board is across those communications and aware of what's coming is an important skill set. I think their own team, especially in the current circumstances, continues to be a key stakeholder group. And I think their peers in other organisations is also a group that they need to focus on engaging with. And so I think that stakeholder engagement and strategic mindset really is critically important. David, as we've discussed, ESG is rising on the agenda for CEOs. How will this impact the world of tax? And where do you see the conversation on responsible tax going from here? COVID in a health sense and a wellbeing sense has impacted 
um, you know, according to all the stats, socially, economically disadvantaged communities more so than wealthy communities. I think that inequality issue will be a matter that will have to be grappled by government as we come out of the COVID, you know, situation and, and, and deal with the pandemic. And, um, and my sense is that will have tax policy implications as well. So in an uncertain economic environment and, and you know, a situation where governments need to think hard about tax policy to drive economic recovery, but also deal with some of the sort of issues presented by COVID, I think responsible tax will have an important role to play and ensuring that all perspectives, including importantly, the business perspective, is brought to the table. I mean, a key element of responsible tax is the fact that tax policy and good tax policy in particular can drive investment in jobs um, and economic growth. And I think a key element of responsible tax is explaining that contribution. So our responsible tax narrative and initiative is actually become more important post-COVID than it was before. Thanks, David. This has been a great discussion. On behalf of our listeners, I'd like to thank you for your time today and for sharing your insights on KPMG's 2020 CEO Outlook. Join us again next time and please email us with any questions you have about today's episode at tax at kpmg.com. And we'd also love to hear from you with any suggestions you have for future episodes. Thanks for listening.